Bonjour tout le monde, bienvenue dans un autre épisode de Roadrunners in Review, The Scarlet Nation Podcast. Je suis Cherie, or Brigitte, et aujourd'hui je suis avec notre fantastique Madame Lizette. Ready? Oui. Oui. D'abord, comment allez-vous, madame? Oh, ça va très bien, merci. Et vous, mademoiselle? Um, je suis fatiguée, mais je suis très excitée pour l'interview. Hmm, moi aussi. <laughs> All right. Um, could you please give an intro about yourself for listeners? Écoutez, s'il vous plaît, guys. Ah, bien. Uh, so, I am Madame Lizette. I am the sixth and seventh grade French teacher at Scarlet. Uh, it's my fourth year at Scarlet, and I love it. So, I'm excited. Yay. Okay. So, um, what do you think about français or French? What are three, trois words that come to your mind instantly? And can you mimic an emoji that best symbolizes your words? All right, so the first word is obviously bonjour, but I always think of it now too, since everyone is um, rude at Scarlet and we're so funny, everyone, it's, it's really developed into banjo at this point. Everyone tries to say it as awful as possible just to mess with me. And so now all the seventh and eighth graders just walk around saying banjo. So I think I'm doing good work here. Um, another word um, I always loved is pamplemousse which just means grapefruit, um, but it's just a funny sounding word. And then the last word I won't actually say, but it's one of my favorite words when I was learning French as a student. And if you ever have time, you just Google how to say the word seal in French. Oh yeah. yeah one of my favorites, I will not say it though. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, why do you think people or like students should learn French? I think it's just a fun language. I always tell the kids, you want to pick something that you think you'll enjoy or you think that you would use. Um, and mm -hmm. if you're ever into like traveling, French is a great language to know. You can always mosey up to Canada and have fun there, or you can fly over to France. There's always like a bucket list activity to do. And plus mm -hmm. it's fun. You know, a lot of people speak Spanish, so I always say French would be like a secret language that you could use between you and your friends because no one will know what you're saying, so. Yeah, true. Yep. Okay, um, so like, have you ever been to Paris before? Like, what were your experiences like? I have. I've, I've been there twice. Um, I went there once when I graduated from college, and then I went again on my honeymoon because we knew we wouldn't ever probably travel again, so we might as well go big. So it was fantastic. It's just carbs everywhere. Just everyone, bread, baguettes, croissants, like just, it was amazing. I really want to go to Paris. It's, yeah. Double, Did you feel confident um, in speaking French there or like, were you nervous? Oh, totally nervous. So I didn't grow up speaking French. I just learned it. I started in middle school and took it in high school and then at university. And oh. so there's, totally for sure nervous but like able to communicate did all this stuff it's just you always i think as a as a language learner you always doubt yourself and what you're doing and then mm -hmm. when you do a native speaker you're just super nervous so but but it was fun and i think the more you actually use the language the more mm -hmm. confident you get so like day one day two it was like terrifying but then after that it was just it is what it is 
Yeah, like sixth grade was terrifying, but eighth grade is like pretty okay. Right, you just roll it. I always say fake it till you make it. And then you right, just- Exactly. <laughs> um, so like, how do you learn French? Is French your first language? So I took French in middle school because the gym teacher taught it. So I thought it would be easy. And Ooh. then I took it in high school because everyone I knew signed up for Spanish and I hated everyone. So I wanted to do a different language. And then it turned out I ended up really enjoying French and it was fun. And then my sister took it. Um, so then we could always talk about things in front of my mom and she wouldn't know what was going on. So it was very helpful. And then- So um, it was like your code language? Yes. But then my mom learned how to say some phrases in French and we got in trouble. But oh. <laughs> you know, do what she can. <laughs> um, what dialects do you know? Just standard France French. And I didn't, so yeah, there's like France, French, Canadian French, and then like mm -hmm. African French, but that one has like a ton of different dialects because it depends on what the language merged with. And I remember there was uh -huh. one of rooms because people are coming to my house. Um, <laughs> my family, I can say people, but. <laughs> um, but I have worked with some students before from like Francophone Africa. And so it's always interesting awesome. to see like you can, I can communicate like orally with them, but I can't like the writing and the, the spelling of things is so different too. Mm -hmm. Oh, which dialect do you think is the easiest or like the most commonly used? Probably just France French because of the, the numbers of people who live there. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Canadian French and France French are similar. Mm -hmm. but there's, there's definitely some differences. Yep. Okay, um, what inspired you to be a teacher? Like, when did you decide to become a French teacher? So I decided to become a teacher late um, in university. I was interested in educational policy and reform and like, um, kind of like that, like the educational injustices. And so I thought before I would go into a career with that, it was probably worthwhile to be a teacher for a minute to see mm -hmm. the experiences. And then mm -hmm. I just stuck it out. I guess it's my 12th year, so. <laughs> your 12th year? I thought it was your fourth year. Oh, oh, fourth year at Scarlet, 12th year teaching. Wow. Yes. What did you teach before coming to Scarlet? Um, I taught uh, for two years at Romulus High School. And then mm -hmm. I taught for six years in um, Detroit Public Schools. Cool. Um, what is the best and the most challenging part of your job, according to you? I think the best part is, is the interacting with kids. I think it's fun to just establish the relationships and just to, I don't want to say goof mm -hmm. around all day, but it's, it's mm -hmm. easy to make foreign language a fun class. Yep. Definitely. And so that's my favorite is like interacting with people and kind of seeing how kids learn things and grow. And I think the most challenging part is like the grading, maybe. You know what I mean, or like yeah. dealing with how like the process, like the school, bit, like the business part of teaching. Like mm -hmm. fun stuff is hanging out and being with kids, like the not so fun stuff is the boring things. Grading or speaking practice must have been hard. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fun. <laughs> I, I found a thing too where I can make you guys draw on stuff. My favorite thing is when I have you guys do drawing activities and then we can make fun of your drawings. 
I found oh, a yeah. online finally. So things are looking up. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever thought about a different career? Like if you were a teacher and could earn a living at doing something else, what would your dream job be? And what kept you from choosing it? Um, well, I think another career that I have seriously considered would be like educational reform and like advocacy for like, um, just like I, I feel the American educational system is very unjust in a lot of ways. And so I think that would be my next step after teaching, going mm -hmm. into like um like a policy group, like a regional policy group. Um, mm -hmm. But like dream job, dream job would be like one of those people who has a TV show where I just go around to different restaurants and tell like reviews. Oh. Or maybe like yeah. a person who like they send me places and I'm like, go here or here. That would be cool. <laughs> yes. Do you love traveling? Yes, I do. I think it's just great to get out and see how other people live and go to different places you always see on TV or try foods that you've only heard mm -hmm. about. It's neat to experience that stuff firsthand. It kind of makes you more appreciative of other places. And then it also makes you realize what's special about where you are as well. For sure. Um, have you ever been out of the country, like other than France? Um, I've been to Canada, but only to, oh, I went to Toronto in Canada. Ooh. Um, and then I've been to England mm -hmm. um, and then France. And that is all. I was born in Germany, but it doesn't really count. I was there for like a few months, so. Ooh, yeah. Germany. Um, okay, is there a way that you prefer teaching? Like, for example, as a secondary teacher, why did you choose sixth, seventh, and eighth grades versus high school? I, they both have their advantages. High school is super fun because everyone's like at the end of the road. So you can kind of see, you know, talk to the kids, where are you going next? What are you doing? Like you've met this huge milestone in your, in your life. Um, so it's fun to see the end of the road for kids. But mm -hmm. I, I enjoy middle school, I think, because I'm uh, really good at organization and really empathetic and like able to show kids how to do things well and help them figure out what they're doing in middle school, like making the transition from elementary to high school yeah. is really difficult. So I think mm -hmm. I'm good at that. So that's probably one of my strengths and why I do well. But I've also taught elementary, and for sure I know I am not an elementary type person because elementary people are not sarcastic and they don't get my jokes. So at least at middle school, we can be rude to each other and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, being rude is still being nice. Yes, nice rude. So, yeah. Special camera. <laughs> yep. Um, so Albert Einstein once said that imagination is more important than knowledge. So when teaching, do you believe students are more engaged by creative thinking? For sure. Like if you tell kids, I'm gonna teach you all these great facts today, they're just like done <laughs> over. Like I'm already bored. But if you, if you show kids like things that they can do or different approaches to thinking about stuff, it's a lot more engaging and like they're more likely to use it or be interested or to want to do follow-up tasks you know or to go do stuff on their own yeah like we hate memorizing words and just writing them out yes but that's how i learned it and i loved it what a nerd Ooh. yeah write it out 10 times it was great 
It was so awful. But. Wow. Okay. You have like the internet and stuff. So like you could always look up stuff you're interested in, in a different mm -hmm. way trying to find stuff that makes it more enjoyable for kids. It's, it's yeah, we have like online games. You yeah. probably did that, did you? No, we didn't have the yeah. online. I had like oh. internet at the end of high school. Oh my God. Yeah, it was great. Like you got like a- Without technology, dang. Like, yeah, I remember like when text messaging didn't even exist. So that's cool. Ooh. This How did you communicate with your friends then? You just had to call them and talk to people. Oh. Like my worst nightmare now, but it was all we would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, um, why do you think that standardized tests are used to evaluate a student's intelligence? Mm, it's a big corporate screen scheme made by the textbook publishing companies. Stream, duh. <laughs> Part of my educational injustice, the evaluation of students in school is based on an arbitrary exam that has been statistically proven to benefit certain demographics. But wow, yeah, double thumbs down. But I'm not in charge yet. Yep. <laughs> Watch out. Vote for Lizette. <laughs> yep. Vote for Miss Lizette, guys. <laughs> what are some of your favorite hobbies? Like, do you watch or play any sports? Are you an artistic person? No. So, I talk a lot of junk, but I do not have the art skills to back them up. Um, <laughs> I have two young kids now, so I feel like that's my hobby at this point, is just trying to keep them alive. <laughs> house plants, yeah. Um, I used to do volleyball. I love volleyball. It's always fun. I love mm -hmm. rowing at University of Michigan. That was cool. Mm -hmm. And then now I just like to get out in nature as much as I can. Like trying to go on nature walks or try new parks, stuff like that. I think that's a sign yeah. of getting older is wanting to be out in nature more, but it's or we can say that it's because of Corona. Yes, that's what it is. I appreciate the outdoors much more now. Yes, me too, me too. Um, so did you ever think of coaching volleyball or rowing? Rowing, is that what you said? Rowing. Um, I w could totally coach volleyball. It's just hard because of these little freeloaders <laughs> I have, you know? Uh -huh. But I thought I should I should probably make some more cameos at like practice or something when they have them, because that's always yeah. a good one. <laughs> okay. Um, is there any message you'd like to give to your eighth graders going into high school? Yes. Just want you guys to make sure you stay funny, you do your work even if it's not for credit because it helps you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then do something. Right. Try not to just be a hermit and be on your phone all the time. Go join a club or join a sport. Right. If you don't like sports, there's like a million clubs at these high schools out here. Do mm -hmm. something fun, engage with other people. Cause there's a lot of things you might be interested in that you just don't realize yet. And I think mm -hmm. you've all spent so much time at home now, you might be sick of staying at home. So Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate home. Right. Um, <laughs> Any specific advice for your French students? For my French students? Yes. Um, I mean, I'm going to tell you to do your work, right? 
But the main thing would be to try to find ways to incorporate French in your life that isn't work, right? Follow, find some dumb French things on the internet. Follow if you're into like Instagrammers or YouTubers, find out whoever the popular TikToker is or something like that. And just doing little stupid things like that actually helps you learn the language without it being like, Madame was that emailing you flashcards again, you know? <laughs> Yep. Great <laughs> advice. Um, can't forget about our future eighth graders. So any advices for the incoming sixth graders and seventh graders? Um, middle school is rough. It is what it is. It's okay to yeah, have all your feelings and do all your things, but make sure you're trying new stuff, trying new clubs, trying new teams. Um, just because I'm a teacher, trying different systems of organizations and learning things like don't give up on yourself. You're not a bad math student. You're just bad at like fractions or something, right? Which we have a very all or nothing, I think, feeling about certain things at school and just knowing that this is the time when school does get difficult and it's okay to struggle. And so just make sure you find ways to help yourself. Yeah. Okay, um, so this ends our interview with our spectacular French teacher. Don't forget about the Jolly Ranchers, you promised me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Um, and just a reminder that you can listen to this fantastic interview and others on the SDL website, Anchor, and Spotify. Want to know more about our interviewees and just updates in general? Well, then be sure to hit that follow button on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in today. See y'all soon.